This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up? It's Brockman from the Rich Eisen Show. And it's Del Tupo from the Rich Eisen Show. You're listening to Murph and Mosh on Raiders Fan Radio. Radio. Yes! I right, appreciate you, Raider Nation. Appreciate you hanging in there with us. We're going to go long tonight. So um, I had a couple segments. We thought about maybe cutting one, but we're just going to go, man. We're going we're gonna to run this thing out. So plan on being here for probably another hour. Uh, we're going to do this uh, episode number 207 of Raiders Fan Radio. Appreciate everybody in the chat tonight. Uh, when Swag gets back in here, I'll let him run down what those latest donations are. I think Daniel Mangus uh, made one. Franklin83, I believe, made one. Uh, and so Jeff's keeping up with all of that. And so thank you so much for those donations because tonight and every show going forward this summer, we're going to give you something because you guys are always so kind to share your, uh, uh, uh super chat donations with us. And we want to honor that by giving you something. So we're going to select, uh, somebody randomly through the poker chips for every $5 that goes into that uncle Mosh's giant, giant hat. Yes. Um, we're going to, we're going to pick an, uh, a poker chip out of there. And one of you is going to win this, uh, autographed cliff branch. Absolutely. Um, Eight by ten, certified the whole nine yards, and so thank you to everyone in the chat. Thank you to everyone that's that's uh, donated. Jeff, you got the. I, I do it? have the tallies right now, so so it's still not too late to donate. Every five dollar donation gets you one poker chip into this drawing. Right now, the leader of the pack with the most poker chips is Daniel Mangus. Oh, Daniel, nice, Daniel. Yeah, Daniel Mangus right now has six poker chips. Okay, so that means he has donated thirty dollars to the One Nation Let's Foundation. Oh, dude, absolutely, Let's absolutely. Go. And then uh, followed up with him uh, it is Mike Neeser. Mike, Mike Neeser has four poker chips as well. Michelle Sweat has four poker chips. And then uh, let's see, Richard Acumpo has two poker chips. Uh, Matthew Mangus has two poker chips. And then Titerator, Lee B, Kill Jadis, and Franklin83 all also have one poker chip into the drawing to win the Cliff Branch sign. Right on, man. Photo. Thank you all so, so very much, man. We are going to barrel towards that $3,000 goal that we have for the Boletnikoff Foundation and present that to, uh, to them uh, on your behalf. And so thank you all so very, very much for the amazing support you give us each and every week here. Um, Swag, Jeff, you want to shout out the chat room before we jump in the next? Uh, yeah, thing? yeah, we got Franklin83, Watts Raider, Jeff Wilson, Aaron the Q-Dog Raider, uh, Dell Jr., uh, Chindo Ramirez, uh, Franklin83, uh, Ron, uh, Ron the Mater Raider, Kill Jadis, 
Uh, and we have a new leader in the pack. Mike, Mike, Mike just went top rope. Dude. He went top rope, absolutely, uh, from Canada. Donated another. It's twenty-seven ninety-nine Canadian dollars, which only equivalates. Oh my gosh! Oh, Kevin the uh, Raider and, nerd. So let's uh, go. Yeah. So uh, so Mike Neeser has donated another twenty dollars to the One Nation Foundation for a chance to win this photo. So we're gonna add the ticks. One, two, three, four, and then we have another member that is also joined to have five poker chips in the mix. Of course, we're talking about Kevin the let's Raider go, nerd. Dude. With a twenty-five dollar oh, donation to the One Nation Foundation, uh, so so yeah, so it, the the hat's filling up, bro. Oh, love the hat's it. filling. You up. might have to go into the uh, the, uh, the the case there for more poker chips. Oh, I, yeah, I already I already went and grabbed a bunch more. Did you really? Yeah, <laughs> okay, right on, man. Thank you all so much, man. Is incredibly kind uh, the way that you support uh, us and our cause here, and the way that we will uh, be able to uh, again. Uh, gift the Bolitnikoff Foundation on your behalf. So thank you all so much. Yes. I mean, just heck, tonight we're already at 2200 bucks. I'm going to bet we were a couple hundred bucks in tonight already. Oh, for sure. And so we're going to, yeah, we're going to hit that $3,000. You know, it'd be awesome if we went past $3,000. Absolutely. Like 3, Absolutely. And here it is. Back from the dead, it's Daniel Mangus with a $25 Boom. donation. To the One Nation Foundation. Dude. Let's tally that up. One, two, three, four, oh, five. Daniel Mangus now is back in the lead with 11 <laughs> poker chips. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's a bidding war, Lee oh, B says, it. and he's absolutely right. And you know what? If you guys got extra money in your pocket after this, if you didn't win, you could still win this Fred Belindikoff signed football. Go to OneNationFoundation.net. Click donate. Every $10 you donate gives you one poker chip, one raffle ticket into the drawing to win the Fred Blitnikoff signed football. Oh my gosh, oh, you guys are amazing! Great, Thank this you so awesome. much. Yeah, much respect, much respect. Much respect. Guys. We're gonna, we're gonna. I got a feeling we're gonna blow past three grand, man. And it, look, three hey, grand. I'm, I'm gonna tell you, my goal is four. Your, oh. My goal is four. We got a long time. We got to, it's October. It's and October, so, man. So we'll have to, we'll have to send the Blitnikoffs just so you guys know what's going on. Like, because we're gonna other foundations, we're gonna do greater youth sports and all that stuff still. But I'm gonna guess by. Uh, beginning of October. Like, we want to get them their check because I got to mail in. It's a physical check. I got to mail in from the foundation. We're going to do that probably uh, end of September, beginning of October. Yes. So that's what, how much runway is that? That's a couple months still. We got plenty of time. We got bro. plenty of time, dude. We, we got we, plenty we might, of time, we might bro. Blow on it's, the, it's the hashtag summer of swag, man. Heck yeah, it's it is. the hashtag summer of swag, dude. Dude, and look, okay, so I sh I've been showing you the cliff. I'm excited about this. Look, we got, I'm not kidding. What, what, what are you pulling out? You pulling I, out more swag? Yeah, we, look at this is the stuff we're going to be giving away to you guys. And we got plenty more. Look at this. Look at this. Look at this. That's Autograph. for next time. Autograph, Daryl and Monica. That's for next time. Oh my gosh. Mad Bomber. Mad Bomber. You know what? And should, we're, I show what? Them, should I show them the other, the current Raider? Just show them that thing? Because that's going to go to the it, man, because that, that's a part of the summer swag. Look at this, you guys. I bought this for myself, and we thought it was so cool. We're gonna, we, we bought another one because there's mine is sitting over here off to my right. Look at this. Spotlight oh. photo. Henry Ruggs. Henry Ruggs. Diving it. This thing is 11 by 14. This thing is huge. Yes, yes. There's 40 people in the, in the chat right now watching. This is the exclusive look at the hashtag summer of swag. And you know what? I'm not even going to tease another one. I'm going to tease another one. We we may have something signed by Tom Flores. Tom what? Flores. Tom Flores getting ready to go in the Hall of Fame. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You know oh what I mean? Gosh, so so anyway. stick around for the summer of swag. Stick around Thank for you guys swag. so much Thank for you. donating. Th this is this is unbelievable. 
It's absolutely awesome. Oh, I'm trying to hit the button. Hit the button. This is unbelievable. Thank you guys so much. All right. Let's get back into some Raider talk. Let's do it. All right. The coolest show came on a few weeks ago now, and I uh, I teased it last time we did a show a couple weeks ago, and that is on the Vice channel, uh, the show Dark Side of Football. And so the Dark Side of Football, like they pick a team or a, like they did like one on Bill Belichick. They've done like a handful of these. So they did one on the Raiders, and it was called Once a Raider, Always a Raider. You can find it on the Vice channel. You can go online and uh, just put your cable login or your DirecTV login or whatever, and you can watch it online uh, if you missed it, or you can just record it off your DirecTV like I did. Um, but anyway, so look on the Vice channel, Dark Side of Football, Once a Raider, Always a Raider, and this thing is so badass. Like, it ends up the back half of the show focusing on – Lyle Alzado and Bill Romanowski, which is great. Romanowski wasn't one of my favorite Raiders because he was a Bronco and a Niner first, and a majority of his career was with those teams. So I kind of had a little thing about him. Same thing like with Jerry Rice and some of the other guys that we brought in. Um, you know, maybe even Rod Woodson, you could say. Um, but anyways, that aside, so he wasn't one of my favorite. But the spirit of what the show is, I thought did a really good job of highlighting his career as a Raider. Of course, you could say the same things about Alzado like, like Mosh does. You know, he's a Brown. He was a Bronco. Wasn't his favorite player. Then he came to the Raiders, and he was like, yeah, okay, I like the guy because he's a well, Raider. Yeah. But I really have a history of disliking this guy. So, um, so anyway, so the back half of the show was all about Romanowski and, and Alzado. Clearly the dark side of football. Sure. But the front half of this show is about the Raiders. The Raiders. The Raiders. And it's freaking Money. It's some of the best commentary, audio, visuals. You see folks from Lincoln Kennedy to uh, tons. Uh, Raiders fit Wayne Mabry's in it. Uh, Gorilla Rill is in it. Like, when it, uh, like, there's just, it's so, Mark is his name. There's so many, like, great um, depictions of Raider fandom and the Raiders themselves and Again, and like I'm, you're gonna hear it, so I'm gonna shut up and I'm gonna just gonna play. So first off, I'm gonna play the intro. I got six sound bites for you on this thing, and this show is so damn good. Even the sound bites are badass. Okay, so let's start off with the intro. I'm telling you, Raider Nation, this some of this stuff is gonna give you chills. It's so freaking cool. All right, let's go. If you talk about the underdog, the outlaw, the the pirate mentality, nobody embodies that more than the Raiders. You could actually see the decal on the helmet, which was swords and There's a pirate. They would take your head off. They would decapitate you. They were out to break bones. That was love at first sight, baby. The Raiders are more than just a team. What was it like to be a Raider? Once a Raider, always a Raider is one of our sayings. They're a state of mind. The Raider Nation means a brotherhood. Raider Nation is power. The fans are rebels in a way to where it's us against the world. Their mantra, just win, baby. If you won Pharrell Davis on Sunday afternoon, he could overlook almost anything that happened the rest of the Peter week. Peter King became a license to break rules. They were coming for you. They were going to do it by any way that they could to make sure that they got the desired result. And as long as the Oakland Raiders had the bigger number, that was like the only thing that mattered. And sometimes... When Romanowski signed with the Raiders, he had that old-time Raider thing of screw the rules and let's go kill people. Break more than rules. Marcus went down holding in his eye and, and then we later heard that he had a fractured orbital bone and that was the end of his career. 
It's what the Raiders call. I wasn't going to take shit from anybody. Their Let's commitment go. to excellence. This is a game of respect. And if you're going to let somebody punk you, they will punk you right out of this league. I never let somebody punk me in the NFL. Let's go. Let's go, dude. So there's the beginning, right? So it's, I love that. Again, not the biggest Romanowski guy in the world. Sure. But I love that sentiment. Like, I'm not going to let somebody punk me out of the league. And like, and that's what the Raiders were all about, right? It was like, they didn't take any crap from anybody. Uh, They they didn't allow themselves to be intimidated nor pushed around. They were the ones that took control. They were the ones that dictated what the entire team was going, the other team was going to do from the time that they freaking hit the parking lot to the time that they left to go back to their team hotel. The Raiders dictated to you what you were going to do. That is what the mantra was. That is what the marching orders were from the great Al Davis. So in order to do that, you got to have the Raider mentality. And there's a very specific mentality that the Raiders have. Whether you're a Raider fan like us and like you in the chat room and anybody else listening, there's a very specific mentality you have to have. And clearly, if you're going to play or be part of this organization in any way, you have to have that exact mentality. And so what makes that mentality? What makes a perfect Raider? God dang, I'm t- this is so freaking good. Yes. Check this out. What makes a perfect Raider dates back to the beginning in 1960, when Oakland was awarded a franchise in the American Football League, created to compete with the NFL. Oakland was kind of an underdog town, uh, you know, kind of a blue-collar town, always inferior to San Francisco in a lot of people's eyes. The Raiders were a terrible franchise with no money. San Francisco had already gotten a football team for 15 years when the Raiders came out. And so for the first three years, they were kind of a weird sort of unloved stepchild. And it took until 1963 and Al Davis to come out to figure out what Oakland was about. I had a dream that someday I would build the finest organization in professional sports. The Raiders basically said, you be the coach, do whatever you need to do. Al Davis not only started coaching and turned that team around, the way he drew up the contract was anything he said went. He was the boss. All right, so there you go. So that's it's, it all starts from one place. It all starts from Al's vision. And again, I, what, what I just talked about, he crafted what the team and the organization was going to represent. He was a brilliant, like often doesn't get discussed because of all the wonderful, amazing things that Al Davis did. He was a genius marketer. Yes. Like, he could market the team to what they're like. Because marketing is all about emotion. It's all about connecting you to a brand. Yep. Why are we so passionate as Raider Like, I'm getting a whole thing. This is so fun. Yeah. Why are we so damn passionate as Raider fans? You ever thought about that, Raider fan? Mm. Let me ask you, chat room. You ever thought about why you're so passionate? You ever thought about why Browns fan looks to a Raider show or Chiefs fan or whatever? <laughs> you ever thought why? Well, because... They don't have the same level of creativity and the same amount of content because their fan base lacks the amount of passion that ours does. And look, and I'm not crapping on other teams. Like, whatever. Like, you be a fan of whatever you're going to be a fan of, but, like, you don't see the kind of level of dedicate. You don't see a Michelle Sweat building a freaking pirate ship, like this incredibly crafted, badass thing to auction off 
for a charity that gets performed by a podcast in middle Tennessee about a team that plays in Las Vegas. Yes. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like there's just, there's a level of connectivity and passion that Raider fan has that is unparalleled in all of sports. You ever thought about why I'm asking you And and I'll give you my opinion. It doesn't make me right. My opinion is that Al Davis built this to be a family. He built this. He marketed the Raiders to be the villain of the NFL. Everyone's against us. We're all going to band together. And if we don't keep together in this thing and stay unified, that we're going to get taken advantage of and we're not going to attain our goals. And our goals as a team is to win the Super Bowl. Like, think about that, Raider Nation. Like, this all came out of one dude's mind. Al Davis is up there with George Lucas. He's up there with, like, the most brilliant, like, world crafters that have ever existed. You pick an author, Stephen King, like whatever, like people that like Lennon and McCartney, like people that like crafted yes. an entire world. That's what Al Davis did. Yep. It's insane. Yep. Absolutely. Oh it's so totally, fr- totally agree with you. Thank on that. you. Yeah, talk I mean, about that as somebody that's coming from a younger fan. Yeah, perspective, sure. I mean, talk you know, it. yeah. And from someone that came from another fandom, you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I mean, there's no, you know, I mean, my former fandom was, was, was here in middle Tennessee. There's no, it's not Titan Nation or anything like that. There's, there's none of that. I mean, it's Raider Nation. I mean, it's yeah. I mean, he he built more than a football team, more than an. I mean, he built a brand. I mean, the brand is Raiders, and there's nothing like it in any other NFL team. But more than that, any other sport. You know, I mean, I'm a I'm a big Nashville Predator hockey fan. There, I mean, we're not, I mean, Preds Nation. I mean, that's not a thing. You know, I mean, we're all fans, but it's it's nothing like Raider Nation. You know, I mean, it's, yeah, I mean, it's 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 some, like something you've never seen before. I mean, it, it really is. It, it I That was a great comparison, comparing him to like a George Lucas. Or, or Ron or, in the chat says he's the Walt Disney of football. There you go. Exactly. Amen. That kind of thing. That's, you're exactly right, because it's so much more than what it is. I mean, the Raiders are a football team team but what he created is a million times more than that absolutely yes. absolutely great stuff there man so anyways this if you can't tell this stuff fires us up man mm-hmm. it's it's so freaking fun man it's it's so cool to go down these these memory uh lanes and again the right time of year to do it um all right so one of the things that al did as well were he, he wasn't even like and i think they say this in the clip he wasn't even colorblind he just paid no attention to it. Like it's it, it, and the barriers that he was able to break, and the Raiders continue to break. And we're going to get to it here in a second. Oh gosh, we're running short on time. I knew it was going to happen. We're going to go two and a half hours. What the hell? So, but the, the the at least at least. So the things that Al Davis did at the time in which he did it, like I'm not going to say it's popular because I don't want to diminish any progress. Like anytime we could be progressive as a community of people, as a society, as a whatever, as a culture, I don't ever want to dog that or talk down to that. Sure. Anytime we can grow is a good thing. That said, we're in a very aware space now in the world, thank God, that we have, it's, there are spotlights shined in very troubled areas that there's exposure to it. At the time in which Al Davis did a lot of what he did, there wasn't those things. There wasn't Twitter. There wasn't pressure from media. There wasn't these things. He did them because it was the right damn thing to do. That's why he did it. Yes, he won football games, and yes, he found success in the process, but he didn't do that 
as that wasn't the goal. The goal is to be on the right side of things, and that's what Al Davis was so brilliant at, also. And so let's talk about that. Let's or let's hear the 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 dark side of football. This is a dark side of football. This isn't an Al Davis documentary. This is this show detailing the history of the Raiders, and they do a brilliant job of talking about it. He was a very socially progressive guy, and he believed in equality. A lot of people said they were colorblind. You know, uh, Al was not colorblind. He was color conscious. Al Davis scouted the historically black colleges when the NFL didn't. And the other thing that Al did was that he didn't mind taking guys who had at least some checkers in their past. My name is Jim Plunkett, and I was an NFL quarterback for 17 years. Let's go! Players coming in wanted to play there because they weren't under a microscope. I'll let them do what they want to do. Uh, you know, you go do, be yourself. Uh, but when it comes to practice and when it comes to the game, you better be ready. If some guy could help you win, Al could forgive a lot of things. And I think Oakland appreciated that part of it because they've always felt a little bit outcast. Oakland's all about toughness. You're not going to allow anyone to push you around. So the Raiders were Oakland. I mean, if you want to call it maverick thinking, I call it comprehensive thinking. Al Davis was going to do whatever he thought was best for the Oakland Raiders. Just win, baby. Just win, baby. Just win, baby. Just win, baby. (laughs) What that means is win at all costs. Just win, baby was the thing that Al and his best believed in because rules were suggestions. If you had more points at the end than the other guy, not only did you win, you vanquished those guys. You ate them alive. He loved to be the tough guy. And that's the way he lived. And it became the personality of his team and his organization. He viewed life as a struggle. And it was most important to win. Oh, my gosh. Right? So this is, this is so good. I, I'm running the risk of rambling, so I'll kind of keep my comments after that one short. I'll just say this. Al, the just win, baby. The, just the, all, That's it. Like, your only focus is on winning. It's only about attaining your goals. And 100%. Finding success. That's it. And if you fell short, even a half a step, guess what? You gone. You're gone. Bye. Bye. See you bye. John Rock, coach of the Raiders, takes them to the Super Bowl in 1967 to face the Green Bay Packers and, of course, lost to the Gray. Holy crap. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so we're going to stop right here. I'm going to turn it over to you and take a break. Because we wow. are going to talk about uh, Big Bass Raider, who I don't even know if I've ever seen in here before. Uh, I'll we, be, I'll be he honest. he just showed up. And he just showed up in a big Whoa. damn way. Uh, so Big Bass Raider uh, just donated $100 to the One wow. Nation Foundation. Dude. The One Nation Foundation just got $100 from Big Bass Raider. Thank you so much, my friend. Oh my Thank gosh. you so much. And now you have 20 Poker chips. <laughs> We're gonna be getting more poker chips. Yeah. I, I, well, I just grabbed a ton oh, you more. Did? Yeah. I grabbed a ton more. So you have Whoa. twenty poker chips now uh, in the running to win the Cliff Branch signed photo. So stick around to the end of the show, Big Bass Raider, because right now you are the leader in the clubhouse, my friend. Oh, that is so the leader in the cool. clubhouse. Thank you so much. Gosh uh, dang, man. Bless you, man. My gosh. That's, my gosh, Murph. That's insane, dude. That's insane. I'm, it's, I'm, it's, I'm it's, speechless. I'm, I'm speechless. Yeah, and 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 you know, and, and we're very. Th- we've gotten hundred dollar donations before from folks, and um, and it's it's shocking. Like every time, like it's I think it's like the third time this may have happened now. Yeah, and Big Bass Raider 
Thank yeah. you. He says, busy working, but wanted to show you all some love. Raiders! Raiders! Dude, I, I cannot, like, I, my I heart can't. explodes when I see that. And, I know, and, really. And know that, okay, so I'm going to take a minute, and, and I'm going to jump back into the dark side of football. Um, so the Bolitikoff Foundation uh, funds a place called Tracy's Place of Hope. Okay. Tracy's Place of Hope was founded in the memory of Fred Bolitnikoff's daughter, who sadly was taken early in life um, based on domestic violence. And so Tracy's Place of Hope, that is this place named in her honor, offers rehabilitative services for young women, um, not only from substance abuse, but domestic violence, anything going on in their life where they have challenges. And not only does it uh, provide rehabilitative services for them, but it helps them like work towards like, um, like, you know, the resume building and things to go forward in life with. It's an amazing organization of what, uh, what the Blitnikoff Foundation does. And Big Bass Raider, your donation and all the wonderful donations that we had tonight, that's where this money's going. It's going to go to our foundation, yes, the One Nation Foundation. But the only reason that I set that up was because I wanted to be transparent. When we figured out that we could make money with our show a couple years ago, like everything was just like coming to me. It was like coming to my freaking PayPal and stuff and like coming to my bank account. And I didn't want to do that. I wanted to set up something that had more transparency to it. So we have a board. We partnered with our buddy Raider Cody. It's myself, it's Uncle Mosh, and soon to be Swag Jeff. That's a, it has a board of directors. We, you know, we, we, we file taxes every year. It's a legit 501c3 organization. So that way, all the money goes through there so that we could give it to Raiders-related charities like the Blitnikoff Foundation. So thank you so much, Big Bass Raider. Yes. Thank you to Daniel Mangus with another four ninety nine donation in yep. there for Freddie B's daughter, Raiderette in Heaven, he says. It's this, this money, this is... When we say, like, it's fun to sit here and rant and rave and talk about the Raiders and being the villains of the league and badasses and all this stuff and all the things that we love about the Raiders, but this is the legacy of the Raiders. 100%. This truly is We the just legacy. talked about that. It's more than a football team. It's more than football. This is a family, man. And, and, and yes, and I, I, I'm speechless still. I'm, thank you. Thank you so much. I mean, right now... Right now, if if we stop the show right this minute, we we've raised two hundred and eighty five dollars. Let's go, for the guys! Foundation. Thank right. you. That's freaking badass. Man. I mean, bless That's all of you. Thank you so much. This is unbelievable. That's like twenty six hundred bucks now for the foundation. I know, unbelievable. I know. We're gonna hit three grand easy. We're gonna hit four grand. That's amazing. still calling it, bro. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We cannot express it enough. Yes. Um. All right. So, what was I talking about? <laughs> The oh, Raiders, the win. And so Al expected perfection. Al yes. expected, and if you didn't get it, you were gone. If you're not first, you're what? You're last, bro. That's it, Ricky Bobby. So like, you know, John Rock, the coach of the Raiders in 1967, takes them to the Super Bowl. We lose to the Vince Lombardi's great Green Bay Packers, um, and you know, so what happens right afterwards is that Al fires him. Right. The AFL merged with the NFL before the 1966 season, ushering in the Super Bowl era. Davis was now a part owner with even bigger ambitions. When the merger happened and the NFL absorbed the AFL, it occurred to him that the real power here is in running this place. Under new head coach Johnny Rausch, and with Davis now calling the shots from the owner's box, the Raiders faced the powerhouse Green Bay Packers in Super Bowl II. It was Davis's chance to prove his franchise could dominate anyone. You're gonna rush in there now. Even the football gods from Green Bay. The Raiders are a young team, and their greenish hue became very apparent in the harsh light of a championship game. 
for the just win baby Davis, there was nothing to celebrate in making it to the Super Bowl. So he fired the coach. His feeling after losing Super Bowl II was that this isn't working. Johnny Rauch is an old school guy. I want somebody different. And he seized upon John Madden out of nowhere. All right, so there we go. So Al cuts loose John Rock, and then here comes we're going to run really short on time. So I'm going to I'm going to get going, and then here comes the great John Madden. Yeah, which was I mean, talk about taking a flyer on a guy like this was I mean, well you're going to hear it right here. Let's just let's go to the clip. Madden had all of two years coaching experience when Davis made him the youngest head coach in NFL history. When Al hired Madden, that was a real reach. He was sort of this. You know, unmade bed with feet, you know, who waved his arms a lot, yelled. Okay, I don't, like, I'm not the biggest fan of Ray Ratto, who's a Bay Area sports writer for a long, long time and typically a Raider basher. Yeah. But when he called him an unmade bed with feet, like, that's pretty funny, That's pretty dude. damn funny. That's pretty Madden-esque. Hey! I throw the damn flag! <laughs> he knew what he wanted the Raiders to be, and more often than not, it was in line with what Al wanted them to be which was to be a team full of players who are tough, mean, and willing to put winning above all else. The reason that John Madden was such a great coach is because he not only was a really smart person about the X's and O's of football, he took great pride in being able to deal with any kind of personality. I would have walked on broken glass for John Madden. My name is Money Johnson, and I was an Oakland Raider. He was very, very superstitious. You could ask John Madden which stadium had the best hot dog, and he knew. He was always up in <laughs> yeah, the stands, walking around the stadium, and would go to a concession stand and get a hot dog. <laughs> we didn't have one rival. Everybody that we played that year on our schedule was our rival, because they hated the Raiders. And we knew it, and we wanted to go into that town, and we were going to take over. And we usually did. When you walked out on that football field, they were already in your head because you knew it was going to be a tough 60 minutes. By hook or crook, they were a bunch of pirates. They were coming for you. They were going to do it by any way that they could to make sure that they got the desired result. These were guys early on who weren't considered good enough to play in the NFL. Oakland was always more, for lack of a better word, attitudinal. They not only put the chip on their shoulder, they made sure it balanced right. I wouldn't say we played with a chip on our shoulder. We played as if we were the ones that were sitting in the throne and everybody wanted to take us off of it. All right, I love that. So, you know, there's a lot about uh, about Madden that I love, clearly, and, and on, on the field and his winning percentage and all that stuff is, is absolutely incredible. Um, but there's a, you know, I'm a fan of leadership. I've studied leadership in, in college and, uh, it's, it's, it's my passion of mine outside of the Raiders and, and my, my work life. And, um, there's the thing about leadership that's important is that you have to have a first follower. Like you can be a great leader. You can be the most charismatic, prominent, whatever person in the world, but you got to have that first follower. And I feel like all that stuff that we told you about Al Davis and all the marketing and the genius and the mystique and all the craftsmanship and all the things that he did. I feel like Madden was this first follower because Madden was the guy that implemented it in the locker room. Madden was the guy that implemented that in, on the field. And yes. I don't think Madden gets enough credit for fostering that mystique. Al Davis can be the guy sitting in the office and have all these brilliant ideas. Yeah, but he was the guy putting it in motion. Yes, and I think that's often undersold, how important Madden was to that process. And you can hear it. 
Like you can hear, like Madden was an intense dude. Like he was more than, and I saw some of the chat was joking about like, oh, he's the video game guy and the Miller Lite guy or whatever. And that's true. But there's a reason all that stuff came from him as a coach. And Madden, 100%. I mean, Madden, is he's the most influential Raider ever, aside from Al, right? Yeah. Is that even a question? No. No, no, not even a question. Not even a question. So, so before we move on to the next yeah, uh, sure. thing, I do want to shout out Edgar V in the chat. Okay, uh, Edgar V. Uh, he he's in the hospital right now, but for for, for a good reason. Uh, they just uh, they just brought into the world their new baby girl. Hey, just brought salud. into the world their new baby girl, and uh, uh, yeah. So so Raider Nation salud. just Raider Nation just grew by one. Oh, you know what I mean? Beautiful. A new Raider right into the world. Congratulations, my friend. Awesome, man. Congratulations, Edgar. That's freaking money, dude. Yes. Awesome stuff, dude. Love awesome it. stuff. Raise them right. Raise them Raiders. That's what we say around here. Hey, man. All right. Uh, next up. Okay, so this might be, I mean, and these clips are amazing. If you can't tell, I'm all fired up here. Uh, but this might be my favorite one. And okay. the reason why is that there's a reason our show is called Raiders Fan Radio. We kind of love Raider fans, and uh, well, yeah. we love Raider fandom. And so this last clip from Dark Side of Football features Raider fans. It features Wayne Mabry, the Violator, the uh, the the War- Pro Football Hall of Fame inductee Let's this year. Let's go! Let's you go, know, right? Wayne! Congratulations to Wayne on that amazing recognition. And um, so it features Wayne and also Rob Rivera. The founder of the black hole. Yes. Uh, and basically, this just kind of checks in with what Raider Nation is. I became a Raider fan That's in 1970. I just remember a fight broke out, and the camera zoomed in on the players, and you could actually see the decal on the helmet, which was swords and a pirate. And I'm like, I'm not kind of a gladiator type guy anyway. That was love at first sight, baby. By the 1970s, the Raiders had built a dedicated fan base that would come to be known as Raider Nation and the Black Hole, there to watch their pirates pillaging on the field. You look at you know, the, the autos and the Maddens and the Shells and the Willie Browns. I mean, quite simply, the legends of the game. The 1970s Raiders, they would take your head off. They would decapitate you. They were that kind of team. They were out to break bones. That offensive line that they had in place at that time, Stable used to sit back there and could damn near make a sandwich before he would have to throw the ball downfield. <laughs> Since their first Super Bowl in 1968, like the Raiders reeled off eight out of nine first place finishes in their division, culminating in a 13 1 season in 1976. Madden's mob would face the Minnesota Vikings in Super Bowl XI. There's a story about the Raiders getting off the bus. You know, the Vikings showed up first, and then here come the Raiders. And they come with their leather jackets and their beards, and looks like, you know, the Hells Angels showed up. Let's go! You felt you were already whooped at that particular time. Most people said, this Super Bowl is not going to be close when you watch that game. The fact that they only won by 18 sort of flatters the Vikings in some ways because the Raiders were that much better. And that was what they'd been pushing for for almost a decade. They finally got there. 76, that team, something special. And the Raiders have won the Super Bowl championship. They are the world champs. I think a lot of us from that point forward just really, really was just hooked for life into this toughness, this type of football that just was unique. 
The Oakland Raiders were magnificent on that football field today. And to the people and the community in Oakland, we're proud to represent you and we intend to hold it. Oh my gosh, dude. I love that, Isn't dude. Isn't that the best, dude? Yes. It's so good, man. You gotta, you gotta, you haven't seen it yet. No, I gotta watch it. You gotta watch it, man. So that's the Vice Channel, Dark Side of Football, once a Raider, always a Raider. That's pretty much the first half of the show. And then after that, it goes into Romanowski and Alzado, which is it's great as well. Yep. Uh, so definitely check that out. All right, let's let's uh, let's jump into the Sea of Fans mailbag. Swag Jet. There he is, fading, looking, looking, looking. He's under the gun. He's tied, he's thrown. It is. Uh, so thank you, everyone, in the chat. Uh, Super him, Pirate1975, welcome, my friend. Aaron the Q-Dog Raider, Ron the Mater Raider, Kill Jadis, Franklin83, Storm, uh, Jeff Wilson, who else we got in there? Uh, Tony Toledo, uh, let's see, Edgar V, Super him, uh, Michelle Sweat, we got the whole gang in here. Uh, and just keeping track right now, uh, Big Bash Raider is still the leader in the clubhouse uh, with the most poker chips for the Cliff Branch jersey uh, with 20 poker chips right now, uh, followed closely by Daniel Mangus with 12 poker chips. So, uh, so yeah, so first... Murph, we uh, we got it, and Murph is in the restroom right now. So, <laughs> so we actually so so if you email the show uh, show at RaidersFanRadio.com, uh, email us an undisclosed amount of times, uh, or you call the show at nine zero nine three four five three three four six, you will become what we call a made man or a made woman on the show, but. One of the first things that we're going to talk about tonight is one that we don't get very often. And we got actually, we got a postcard. We got a postcard and I want to read it to you. Dear Murph, Uncle Mosh, and Swag Jeff, after my 2020 trip to Vegas was canceled, I decided to use part of the money on this mural. I had a plain white wall on my my back garden. Uh, So this is now how it looks. This is a nighttime photo, but there are daytime ones on my Facebook page. Hopefully, you can find a spot for this postcard in your fantastic studio. Absolutely. Keep up the good work. Lots of love. Stevie and Annie McLeod uh, out in Scotland. Oh, my God. Out in Bonnie's, Scotland. Bonnie, Scotland. Yes. So take a look at this. So this is what their garden looks like now. Oh, that's so freaking cool. How cool, cool. is that? So, that's yeah, so badass. they couldn't come to Vegas, so they spent a bunch of money on paint and all that stuff, and they made a badass Raider garden. You know Nicely what I mean? Done. Yeah, much, Nicely done. Much respect. And this this definitely will be hung in the fan cave. Absolutely. How, well, how yeah, how badass is that? It's so badass, and you know, I think I got a spot for it. Let me see. Okay, take it. Okay, what? Watch it. I'm taking oh, you that. Take this. Taking that down. Hey, hey, hey. Huh? I just, what are you gonna put that in your wallet? <laughs> Tell them what I'm doing, Swag Jeff, for the audio listeners. Yes, for the audio listeners, there was a, a picture of uh, good old Swaggy J right behind Murph, and now it's being replaced by an even better picture, which That's is the so uh, cool. the Raider Garden uh, Scotland mural. Yes, I love it. There it is. Thank you so much, Steve. Uh, Absolutely, and Annie McLeod. We appreciate you. I uh, appreciate your support of us, okay. Raiders fan. And so all the silver and black UK folks rock, dude. Oh, my gosh. Over the pond, yes. They're, they're the all the best. They're the best. They're all the best. So 
Speaking of ways you can contact us, yes. as, I, as I mentioned, show at RaidersFanRadio.com. I told everyone you're peeing in there. Why'd you got to wrap me out, dude? Well, because I, I said Murph, and you weren't there. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I was yeah. a, uh, had to go uh, Yeah, you had to make, make, yeah, make a go, peeps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, you can make a little peeps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so <laughs> uh, the first emailer of the night is is uh, one that has uh, that has two poker chips right now. Oh, my gosh, Matthew Mangus. He's Mangus. got two poker chips, and, of course, we're talking about Matthew Mangus. Good morning, RFR family. Oh, he emails in the morning. Uh... <laughs> Yourself up. Yeah, uh, yeah. He's, he's having this he's is, having a little co- he's having some coffee and eggs and decides to email the RFR folks. This is, the, this is I gotta say for the record, this might be my favorite part of the show is when you and I have had a couple of adult beverages. Yeah, and we get into the sea of fans and we love it's our the best. It's the freaking best. It's the this best. Is the, this is the most. It's fun. the best. Okay. okay. This is when we end up laughing the hardest. Good morning, RFR okay. family. Oh, emails. I'm in the currently eating donuts with Uncle Mosh. Oh no, he's no, he didn't say that. Uh, I apologize if this gets to you guys last minute. First off, Tristan, I meant uh, what I, I meant. What I said last week. There are very few who chose to serve their country, and you're part of that brotherhood uh, that is so much bigger than yourself. My dad's father was Navy. He served in Korea. My mom's uh, father was Army. My dad's cousin served in Vietnam, and I have family who served in uh, Bataan Death March. Uh, now, Murph. I don't even want to know how painful this must be to watch your oldest leave. Uh, and he might now come back, but know that our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, is watching over him. Amen. Come on. Uh, and will return safely. I will pray for his safe return to the United States and will honor his commitment to duty and sacrifice. Oh, my gosh. Uh, we are the land of the free because of the brave. Uh, and that's all for me. May God bless the United States and may God protect our troops, including oh my Tristan. Gosh, thank Stay you. safe, nation. Yours truly, Matthew Mangus, proud American, 2020 Gemini Man winner, and three time, three time, three time Sizzler Award winner. Thank you so much. That that means the world. So here's a yes. Here's a here's a post I put up this week at um on the audio. It says life comes life comes at you fast, Raider Nation. Feels like yesterday I took him to his first Raider game. And today he ships off for our, uh, to serve our country in the world's greatest Navy. Cannot be more proud and grateful to God for the man uh, this guy's turned out to be. And there you go. It's all of you that are parents. Edgar V. Like they say, the uh, the days are long, uh, but the seasons are short. And uh, I took Tristan to his first uh, game there wearing his Hostetler jersey and his nice. A's hat. When he was, I guess he's about five years old there. And then, uh, then there he is at 18. That's a Domenico's just uh, last week. That and, sandwich uh, looks so good, bro. And now he's on a plane. And so and now he's on a plane. And now he's on a plane headed to Chicago. And and uh, I'm very thankful for the commitment that he's been willing to make. And, and he's got you. a beard in that picture. Bro. Yeah, he does. As before, he, he has shaved. a beard before. Yeah, he before he got all baby faced yeah, for the navy. Before he baby faced for the navy. But thank you. That was Daniel or Mangus? Matthew. That, that was Matthew Mangus. Matthew Mangus. Thank yes. you so much, Matthew Mangus. We appreciate you, my friend. Thank you yes, for the kind words. Absolutely. Absolutely. You got an email, Murph. Oh, it's my turn? It's your turn, buddy. Well, I got Frank from NorCal? Yeah. Or if you typed it in our show notes, it was Frank from NorCal. <laughs> he started partaking a little early. Hey. 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 Oh, don't judge. All right, here we go. Uh, Frank from NorCal. Thank you, Frank. We hadn't heard from Frank in a hot minute. Murph, Mosh, Jeff, Vinny, and Raider Nation. 
Uh, it's hard to wait for the season to start every year, but this year is a bit tougher. The placeholder sports <laughs> hold even less interest this year. Maybe because we're cheated out of our inaugural season in Vegas with the live 2020 draft canceled and Mark Davis's decision uh, to not allow any fans in the new stadium if it couldn't be a capacity. At least he also chose not to attend if his nation could. Oh my goodness. Excuse me. In today's age of uh, rules for three, but not for me, that was refreshing. I've been remembering of late why I'm a Raider fan in the first place. When I was a young lad, I watched football with my dad. Televised NFL was different back then. The television rules were different. We didn't get home market games like we do now. There were no cable alternatives. We had three local stations. They aired what they wanted. Yeah, it was like three, five, and seven or something. I'm with you, Frank from NorCal. Um, so my dad and I would watch what was on. My dad would root for a different team each game. Uh, it, mine, too. And we always rooted for the team that even in the most like distant connection to the Raiders would benefit the Raiders. Absolutely. Like in the most distant playoff scenarios or whatever, like we always found a way to root for somebody uh, that was good. Even if it was like, well, the Raiders played this team in the Super Bowl or the Raiders played this team in the regular season last year. Yeah. We beat them. Like, I'll never forget there was one game we played against the Redskins. I watched with my dad or the Washington football team now. That I watched with my dad, and they were doing their "Hail Hail" song, and the, it was a Vince Evans quarterback-led Raider team, and the Raiders ended up coming back in the fourth quarter, winning the game. And it was like, but we rooted against the Redskins so hard because we beat—I keep saying Redskins—we beat the Washington Football Team the, in the Super Bowl, and so it was like we found a way to like root again. You know what I'm saying? Like anyway, so yes. I'm, I'm with you, Frank. Um, my dad would root for a different team each game, and when I asked how he picked his favorite each week, he told me he picked the closest team to us as the home team. To my young mind, that made little sense. I decided to pick a real home team living in the Sacramento, California area. I was, that's where I just was in Lincoln, California. Uh, I asked him what team was closest to us. He told me there was a new team in Oakland. I've been a Raider fan ever since. Nice. Raider Nation forever. Frank from NorCal, proud made man. Legit, Frank. Yeah. Well done, my friend. 100%. All right. Who's up, who's up after uh, All right. Frank? You got this one, Jesse? I do. I okay. do. Greetings, Murph, Mosh, Swaggy J, Q-Dog, and Nation. It's been, a min- it's been a minute since I've contacted the show, but know that I watch each and every week. Salud. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, first, I'm satisfied, satisfied with the draft results uh, with, and the way our team's uh, that our team took. I had them getting the safety Morig in my mock in the second round, and as I thought, others would go first. Uh, in the usual flavor of the week, uh, or, when, or whatever analogy you would like to use, and that is exactly what happened. A few safeties were taken ahead of our guy, but we got our guy. Uh, we got the guy with range, versatility, and good ball skills. Yes, Morig, I got to man. say, I feel it was the perfect pickup. Uh, the first round selection did not surprise me. I knew they were going to go after a right tackle. I just wasn't sure the direction they would go. Leatherwood, Derisaw, uh, there were some others uh, that could go in another direction. But I believe that if the people would have listened to Mayock leading up to the draft, then I believe that, that the part of the nation who lost their minds might have understood a little bit more. Uh, the Raiders and other NFL teams who don't matter uh, were all having issues getting back to the medical of the draft prospects. Uh, for that reason, I believe Leatherwood was theirs and our best choice. Additionally, I'm happy that they took the man from Buffalo defensive end Malcolm Kuntz. I know uh, I get no brownie points for claiming after the fact, but he was on my radar and I inducted him or introduced him to my eldest son and told him that we were going to get him. 
That was back in February. The kid has great pass rushing moves and good quickness off the edge with a little strength and conditioning and mentorship from fellas like Max Crosby and Yannick Ngakwe. I think he could really be a good pro in the next few years. Of course, the, uh, of course, now that they're here, it will be up to them to put in the work to make themselves great. Anyway, that's all I know. Great show as always, and thank you for always bringing us joy. P.S. Has the Abram hate stopped yet? I've never understood that to begin with. Sincerely, Jesse Perkins, a.k.a. Jesse in Kentucky, a.k.a. the Refrigerator Raider. Yes, sir. Absolutely nice great. Jesse. Good to hear from you, Jesse. Absolutely. I like this. I love it when we hear from folks we haven't heard from in a hot minute. Well, yeah. Especially in the obvious of the offseason. This is when we get the really the least correspondence that we usually do, but... Not this week, man. We had a whole bunch of folks check in with us, and we appreciate you so much. Um, so one, I, I, I have a late entry here, Jeff. This wasn't on our, on our show rundown. Okay. So I've actually got two more emails to read. Holy cow. Um, and this one I want to give much, much respect to because um, he, along with Trinidad, uh, came and met us at Domenico's. And, oh, nice. And so this is from Tidal Raider. And you know what's cool, man, is that like, and his name is Anthony. Uh, Tidal Raider is his, his handle. Um but one of the things that I love most about our show is like when we went to our tailgate uh, a couple of years ago in uh, for the Lions game in Oakland. Yes. It's so awesome to meet people that we talk to all the time. Like we we hear from you. We, you know, we, now we've talked to Ty live on the show before, but like you know, mainly it's via email, mainly it's via voicemails and things like that. It's so cool to get to meet folks in person. You know, because we just don't, we live 1,500 miles away from the West Coast. And so we really don't get that chance often unless it's a tailgate or a Raider game, whatever. And so um, to get to meet Ty and Trinidad and sit down and share a meal, break bread, like Ty was there when Tristan got the phone call that he was going to have to report today. Like he was right there. You talk about family. Yeah. Like, he's in it, man. Right. <laughs> like, Absolutely. You're, you're with us, man, for a yeah, while. You know what I mean? And so, anyways, so it's so, so cool. And so I want to give him a lot of respect. And so, anyways, um, here's his email. Yo, what's up, Murph Swaggy and the one and only Uncle Mosh. I hope everyone is safe and in good health. First, I'd like to say thank you to Murph for taking well, there you go. For taking time out of his day to come have lunch with me at the legendary Dominicos. Tristan for being more courageous than me by joining the Navy and serving our country, keeping us safe. I'm glad I got to be there while you got some good news. Vinny, not only for being Vinny, but making me realize how short I am. (laughs) (laughs) Vinny grew like six inches the last two months, man. I thought you were about to say on the West Coast. Well, well, that too, because he could like way dunk on you now. Oh, nice. Yeah, like Vinny's like way taller than you. Well, I, saw, I, I walked in a few weeks ago and I yeah. said, Vinny, your voice has gotten deep. He's like, hey, Jeff. Yeah, yeah. His, <laughs> he went through puberty, bro. <laughs> uh, also, shout out Trinidad who joined and shared some awesome stories. And Mike and James and Dominicos for treating us like family as always. If I didn't feel like a made man before, I do now. Last but not least, Jeff Murphy. If it wasn't for Jeff opening a Dominico's in Tennessee, I wouldn't know about this place in Alameda, California that I heard about on the show, which means I would be stuck eating sandwiches from Subway and eating mediocre cannoli from God knows where. (laughs) Now this is what I call a domino effect. I am proud to tell Uncle Mosh that Matthew and Daigle Manuel Mangus are in fact two different people. Unless Matthew was projecting himself with projecting powers to fool us all. Yeah, I think, uh, yeah, okay, I think that sounds more accurate, so never mind. I would <laughs> I would go on a rant about Mike Florio and Chris Sims, but no one likes them anyways. Shout out to Carl Nassib for living his life. Now, when I first heard, heard it, the first thing that came to my mind was Mike Tomlin saying, we do not care. 
The reason why is I truly don't care what someone does in their personal life. You're a human being just like me. Some people might think it's weird that I put eggnog in my cereal once a year around Christmas, even though I'm lactose intolerant. But guess what? It ain't your stomach that's boiling over. And more importantly, <laughs> you don't have to do it. At the end of the day, he's not only he's not the only one. He's just the first active one to admit it. Once again, Raider Nation, or once again, the Raider organization is the first to break barriers. Hate it or love it, that is what it is. Now let's go win some games. All love and respect. Tied the Raider. Yes, sir. Let's go, Joey. Oh, my gosh. What an email. That's money, dude. That's freaking sizzlerific right there. So tell them about the Sizzler swag, Jeff. Yeah, so so if you're new to the show, uh, so if you win the Sizzler, if you have the best call or email, or I guess uh, you can mail in a letter or a postcard or anything. Like if, Stevie and Annie like McLeod. Like Steve and Annie McLeod did. Uh, yeah, so yes, send the best email of the night. You get yourself a Sizzler. You get a Sizzler award. That's well, right. yeah. That's right. All right, so the king of the Sizzlers, or at least on the emails, the guy that won't, isn't eligible anymore because he is now the royal scribe of Raiders Fan Radio. He is our good friend, Paul. Nice. He's over in Shropshire, uh, England, which we call Mississippi. Um, <laughs> connect those dots somehow, Raider Nation. All right, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. All right, next up. So here we got Paul. Evening, fellas. I hope you are well. So there we are all thinking, there we are all ticking along. In the, let me start over again. Gosh darn it, Paul, I butchered your email. So there we were, all ticking along in the quiet times of preseason with very little happening when all of a sudden a few statements are made by Raider players that have caused something of a stir. I'll get to Derek Carr, but first, Carl Nassib. I'm happy for the guy. He made a courageous decision, and I hope things work out well for him. While I get that it's a big statement for him personally in the NFL, let the guy get on with his job now. His private life shouldn't be anyone else's concern. Aggression, passion, performance, and plenty of quarterback sacks are all I care about. Yannick Ngakwe stated that he and Max Crosby will be the best in the league next season. Do we believe him? Why not? There's absolutely no reason to doubt him at this stage. I love his belief and positivity. Let's hope he's right. Sadly, there have been a few negative comments about the above statements, so the main part of my email this week comes under the heading of fear and loathing in Las Vegas. We can all agree that the media have a deep-rooted hatred for all things Raiders. This, over the years, has led to many well-documented articles and stories that have maligned our progress and belittled our organization. For example, this preseason has been claimed by some to have been one of the worst in recent memory for no other reason than bitterness towards us. There hasn't been a single snap of the ball yet, and we've been written off. Players like Arnett are having their careers picked apart by lightweight morons who fail at everything themselves, so they're just bitter towards those that are achieving something. Now that 24-hour NFL channels are around, various numbnuts like Colin Cowturd have appealed to the lowest common denominator and create headlines by making outrageous and baseless clickbait stories, knowing that there are enough people out there that aren't capable of a thought process of their own and believe this garbage. The last time I actually watched that fool, his questions were as pointless as McDonald's asking Andy Reid if he wanted a Diet Coke with his five-pound Walrus Burger Happy Meal. <laughs> well, I put it to you, Raider Nation, that I believe this is all be being driven by fear. Fear that the Raiders have genuinely got something positive going on. Fear that we are on the cusp of becoming a real challenger again. Fear of how good we could actually be. Fear that when we have... 
when they'll have nothing left to talk about other than our success and fear that one day soon there'll be a ticker tape parade down the strip in Vegas and a party to end all parties. Al Davis once said, we have been hated and we have been feared, but we have always been respected. Well, sadly, these days, there are very few people that respect us and it's time to put a stop to it. This would be a lot easier to do if a portion of our own fans, gosh, Paul going in. Yeah, man. I love this. A lot easier to do if a portion of our own fans had some respect for our own quarterback. DC's statement last week that he would rather retire than play for anyone else was heartwarming to me and surely is the kind of spirit we want from our leading players. Absolutely. Had Darren Waller or Josh Jacobs said it, we'd have had a different reaction, but Derek Carr gets abuse from his own fans for saying it. There have been many, many players over the years that have played for us. I've never really taken to them, some successful and some not. But when they wear the jersey and they represent the shield, they should have our undying support. Hell, I even wanted Jamarcus and Jay Schrader to succeed, even though they were as useless as a family planning leaflet on Philip Rivers' coffee table. That's the truth. <laughs> oh my gosh! Damn it! Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, that's oh, awesome, man! The fear and loathing from the media is something we have to live with. We'll have our <laughs> we'll have our day soon to combat that. <laughs> But the fear and loathing of our own has to stop. We all get frustrated. We all have our moans and groans. We all have players who test our patience at times. But they are Raiders, so let's support them in everything they do. <laughs> I'm like spitting, fogging up. Oh, my all God. Sweating over here. Okay. Um, uh, but the <laughs> Raiders, so let's support them in everything they do because hating on them only makes their job harder and the media's job easier. 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 Thank you, Jeff. Today, Junior, you should have hit me back with that. <laughs> The season is a little over seven weeks away, so stay positive, everybody. The mighty Las Vegas Raiders are coming to a town near you. Copyright yeah, Willie Brown. Let's go. Nice. Stay safe. RFR family. Love you, Raider Nation. His Lordship, the Royal Scribe, Paul Edgerton, Shropshire, Mississippi, Polly Award winner 2019, Foggy Glasses Award winner 2020, maybe 2021, spoiler alert. Well, yeah. BRT, Sizzler Scorekeeper, Proud May Man, five-time, 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 plus one, winner of the Raiders Fan Radio BRT Sizzler Award. Nice. Oh, my gosh. Bringing the fire as always, Paul. Paul, Paul, so funny. Paul, 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 I'm Paul. Look what I used, Kevin, the Raider nerd, before we started the show. Oh, I used dude. It. Look, so all that laughing, and I didn't fog up like I normally would. Because nice. I used Kevin. Kevin sent me these anti-fog lens wipes to use on the show. I love it. Absolutely. I love it. All right. Absolutely. So, hey, before we get into the uh, before we get into the emails. Please. Or the voicemails. Yeah. Uh, so, look. 
we're, we're giving away a Cliff Branch photo. Oh, yeah. Let me show the picture. You can show talking. the photo again. So, yeah. So the Cliff Branch photo uh, so far for the One Nation Foundation that is in turn going to the Blitnikoff Foundation. We've raised two hundred and eighty five dollars. Come on. I'm challenging someone to get this to three hundred. Get us 15 bucks. Give us 15 bucks. Get yourself three more entries if you've already done it or someone new. Get you three poker chips to get have a chance to win that. Uh, right now, I've got an empty Uncle Mosh uh, hat. But, uh, but you know, I've, th- hey, man, look right here. This right here is the pile for Big Bass Raider. That's 20 Whoa. poker chips, bro. Are we going to need to get something bigger? Can all that fit in Mosh's hat? Yeah, I mean, yeah, he's yeah. got a giant carvesa, but come on. He's got, yeah, he's got, yeah, he's got a big old But nugget. if we need to get, like, a bucket, I got buckets and stuff. Okay. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Well, my, well, yeah. we'll see how yeah, much someone yeah. else donates right here. Okay. Yeah, let's get 15 bucks, man. And then when we're done, when we sign off right here, and whoever wins can gloat and celebrate and all that stuff. But if you didn't win and you still want swag, go to www.onenationfoundation.net and to- donate. So every $10 that you donate, get your name, put in a hat to win this Fred Bolitnikoff signed football. Uh, it, it's, an, it's an unbelievable thing. And uh, it's Hall of Fame 1988 inscribed right there. It's an NFL official, the Duke football. I mean, why money, would you dude. not? Why would you not want that? Yeah, that thing's money. That I thing's mean, money. Absolutely. Yeah, we, we're going to honor those super chats again by giving away the cliff. And, and every week we go live. We're going to be giving something away. Because yeah, because it's the summer of swag, bro. It's the summer of swag. And it's every, the summer of swag, And man. people are so generous to get, look at this. Look and at there this. it is, Daniel Let's Mangus. Go! Daniel Mangus. Boom, three bills, Gets dude. three more chips, bro. We just hit three bills on tonight's show. That's what I'm talking about. Yep. Beautiful. Thank yep. you so much, Daniel Mangus. We appreciate that $14.99 donation. You rock, man. Look, at Franklin83 says, I hope I win with my one chip. Yeah, you got <laughs> one, bro. Hey, you might. You might, yeah, absolutely. you might, you never absolutely, know. Absolutely might. And so th- thank you. But like, you know, but here's the thing, like you guys are always so very kind um, to give us super chat donations and we wanted to do something in return other than just look, you are supporting us with those donations. So we want to give you something back. So it's the least we could do is to send you uh, yeah. autograph pictures and, and we got everything that we ever will send you here. Uh, has COAs. It's all certificate of authenticity. Yep, it's the it's, real deal. It's stuff that we've sourced from fanatics or wherever else. Like we, we're getting it from legit places, and we're going to send you legit stuff. So, um, thank you again. Oh, oh. And there's Foxy Scorpio with a twenty dollars donation. Twenty, Jeff. Oh my Let's gosh. Go. Foxy That's Scorpio. Amazing. Thank you so much. Thank you so so much. You know what? If this is the way it's going to go, we might give away more than one thing a night. Oh, 100%. Like, we'll just start giving away a bunch of stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? Why like, not? Like, why not? Because, again, we were able to, thankfully, with our partners like Fanatics and things, we're able to get um, these things at, at, at reasonable dollar amounts. Yep. And so if we can turn around and raffle them off or give them away like this on Super Chats, like, again, 100% of the money goes to the founder. Oh, gosh, dang it. Look at this. Un. Believable. 1704. I just did the conversion. <laughs> he said he did the conversion. <laughs> Mike, Mike Nesher. Uh, yeah, absolutely. 1704. You, so, so, yeah, absolutely. You get a few more poker chips added up in there. Uh, thank you. That's so that's what I don't do math. That's like 340 bucks. Uh, yeah. yeah. So Foxy Scorpio, wow, that, that made it 320, 1704. So, yeah, it's like 337. Yeah. Unbelievable. Uh-huh. Thank you all so very, very, very much. I can't wait to give this away. Oh, my gosh, I can't wait. I I can't wait to give this dang thing away now. You guys are too kind. Thank you so very, very much. Uh, Franklin says 420 is a great number. Yeah, it is. (laughs) Or Kill Jada said it, too. Now we need to get 100 to 420. 
Oh, that's wonderful. All right, so thank you all so very, very much again. We appreciate you. Uh, wow, we crushed our goal of 300 bucks tonight. Uh, that's, yeah. that's incredible. And we didn't have that goal until Jeff brought it up eight seconds ago. So well, well yeah. done, Swag Jeff. All right, let's get to some voicemails. All right, um, so again, uh, call the show, 909-345-3346. That's 909-345-3346. The, the Google Voice line is open 24-7, uh, seven days a week. You can call it any time, and we always uh, play your voicemails. And if we play your voicemail three times, uh, you become a made man or a made woman. Or if you email us an indefinite amount of times to show at RaidersFanRadio.com, uh, we, you can become a made man or a made woman that way. So uh, so please keep the voicemails coming. We'd love to hear from you all. And let's check in with our buddy. We heard an email from him earlier, and he wanted to call as well because, for those of you that watch us often enough and all this giveaway stuff, we did an auction for one of Michelle Sweat's pirate ships, much like the pirate ship. I don't know if you can see it or not. But this big, awesome Raiders pirate ship that's sitting here on the Murph's Fan Cave desk, uh, Michelle was so kind to donate another one of those to us, and we auctioned it off. And the winner of that, we kind of had to hold it anonymous because it was a Father's Day gift. And now here with our first voicemail tonight, we hear from the dad that got that pirate ship. Yes. Murph, Mosh, uh, Swaggy Jeff. Dog Nation, this is Jesse in Kentucky, a.k.a. the Refrigerator Raider, and I'm calling to thank you, Murph, for your discretion. Uh, apparently, uh, my wife had entered the, uh, uh, the sweepstakes or the auction or whatever for the Michelle Sweat uh, Raiders um, ship thing that yes. you guys have seen there in the, uh, in the fan cave that Murph was promoting. Uh, so I wanted to thank you, Murph, for your discretion and not announcing who won that over the air as uh, that was a Father's Day gift for me. Um, and it was a, a bit of a surprise, obviously. Um, I did not even know that she took it upon herself to do that. I had mentioned to her that I was interested in purchasing it, but I'm glad that she took the initiative with my kids and made that a reality. So we are the people who who won that in that auction, so I wanted to say thank you for that. Um, so yeah, you got the pictures that my wife sent of me holding the ship and her belly flopping on all the stupid packing peanuts that you put in there. Good Lord, there was so many. Um, anyway, yeah, so that's it. I just wanted to call and say thank you, uh, and go Raiders. All right, so there is. I love it. So there's, there's, there's Jesse there with the pirate ship. And there's uh, Miss April, his wife, <laughs> doing a belly flop on the yeah, yeah, yeah. on the packing peanuts. So that so that there's a little bit of a story to that. So when I took that thing to the to the local shipping place, yeah, I mean like it had to go in a really big box. Oh, absolutely. And they had to like tape it up with all kinds of because it had so many like the masts and the sails and all the thing. And yes. we didn't want it to get broken. I like those right. those folks were so kind with a very generous donation that went to the foundation. The last thing I wanted to do was ship them something that would end up coming in broken. Yeah. So. We put it in a giant box, taped up, cardboarded up, and all the packing peanuts. There are no packing peanuts left in town. No, because yeah. we, we use them all. And Absolutely. So, so April opened it up, and it had all the packing peanuts everywhere. And then so she's like, I did a belly flop on them. I love it. I'm like, we got to get us a picture. Absolutely. Like, a picture. Absolutely. And Michelle Sweat says, how cool. I love hearing that uh, that it was a Father's Day gift. How neat was that? Absolutely. And yeah. much respect, not only to April and to Jesse, but to Michelle Sweat for donating that. Oh, my gosh. And, and the craftsmanship. and, and So the, cool. That means so freaking cool. And there's and, people, like, hitting her up. Like, I want one, too. I want one, too. You know what I mean? Like, I mean. Yeah. 
She's going to sell a million of those. Yeah, so if you want a pirate <laughs> ship, like you can email us. I mean, she's inclined to improvise is what Michelle's uh, uh, studio is called. Yep. And she's on Instagram. It's cl- inclined to improvise. Uh, or you can send me an email, uh, mm-hmm. show at RaidersFanRadio.com, and I'll get it to Michelle. Like Because we've had, yeah, people Yeah, because we like, go to lunch with her and stuff like that at Domenico's. Yeah, and absolutely. Like, well, yeah, we'll pass on the message. Absolutely. We'll get it to her so she can, yeah, maybe you can, uh, what do you call it, commission an artist, right? To, yeah, yeah, to yeah. build you a pirate ship. Uh-huh. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, so Jeff, I, uh, I totally, I was so excited to talk about that thing for Father's yeah, Day. You, yeah, you, yeah, you, uh, you did something bad. I first time ever, I blew right past Capo. Yeah, like, what the hell was I that? I don't about? know. I'm, I'm. It's, it's whatever. It's, I'm out of sorts. I'm, it's the it's, made men of the made men, bro. It's he's the guy that holds it down because every crew needs a captain, and uh, so we call him Capo. He's Aaron the Q Dog Raider, and he always kicks off this segment. But I guess technically, like Jesse's like a little bit of respect because of the Father's Day thing. And all that. So yeah. like, it kind of would have would have went in a different category. So still, this is kind of the beginning of the voicemails. All right. So here's yeah. Aaron. Here's Aaron. No disrespect, Capo, and I'm so sorry that I I, I blew through that. Cause I just cause I'm an idiot. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> I'm an, At least I'm you're an, honest. Yeah, I'm an idiot. So let's check in with a very very good call this week, and uh, he's our good buddy Aaron the Q Dog Raider. Greetings, Don Murphy, Larry Moss, Underboss, Sonny, Sergeant Arms, the Sizzler, Big Raider Trucker, Mojo from when the Universe Speaks, Ramon the Mean King, Swag Jeff, Ron the Mater Raider, Nation. Happy Wednesday and F the Chiefs. <laughs> May as well address the elephant in the room. Um, Carl Nassau <laughs> making history with an announcement uh, which reverberates across the nation. Uh, with a one-minute Instagram video, the 28-year-old single-handedly uh, focused gay visibility within the country's uh, most uh, popular professional sport. And, you know, his statement emphasized, you know, the monumental impact that accepting adults can have on young people who happen to be LGBTQ plus in that population. Now, Nassif said he's donating $100,000 to the Trevor Project, which supports and prevents um, suicides amongst that high uh, suicidal youth demographic. Uh, The Raiders and the NFL both announced matching $100,000 donations, which, of course, uh, Nassif himself is going to make. Now, the Raiders on Tuesday, according to uh, ESPN's Adam Schefter, who tweeted uh, yesterday that the number 94 jersey is now the top-selling NFL jersey across Fanatics.com network since making his announcement. Not surprisingly, uh, that one-day sale has eclipsed the number 20, Damon Arnett, number 24, Abram, and all 96 and 99 baby Cleveland Farrell (laughs) sales combined for the entire year. Former running back Dave Capay, uh, an openly gay 78-year-old man who played on five different NFL teams from 1964 to 1972, has been providing a lot of interviews these past few days praising NASA's courage to the media, plus a handful of other NFL players who have uh, you know, followed in Copay's footsteps and coming out after hanging up their cleats respectively to include former Missouri uh, standout defensive end Michael Sam, previously who came out before the 2014 draft but never played a single regular season game for any club, tweeted out his applause for Nassib's announcement. Even Kentucky basketball legend, former NBA All-Star and master Twitter influencer King Rex Chapman commented, Representation matters. Former NBA player Rex Chapman said on MSNBC. And you can bet your bottom dollar yesterday Carl Nassib just saved lives. You know, the nation should accept Nassib. Who cares? I mean, honestly, 
who chooses to love another person or how they choose to love another person. Calling guys, you know, uh, the word that rhymes with hag simply hasn't been cool in years. I mean, having worked in prisons for over 26 years, being around men who are into being with other men is no threat to traditional men such as us. However, let's keep it real, though. Nassib has already played five seasons in the NFL and has signed a three-year, $25 million contract with the Raiders in 2020, which made him hard to cut to begin with. But against, you know, all odds, I mean, you know, Nassib, even though he wasn't productive on the field, basically he sucked. Um, now that he's come out as gay, I mean, you know, it's almost impossible public relation-wise for us to cut him. Now, silver linings. Once again, the Raiders uh, lead the way, smashing another societal barrier with the first openly gay player on an NFL roster. Check. Are the Raiders giving up prematurely on Damon Arnett? Talk amongst yourselves. Uh, this past weekend, DC4 was quoted about um, my man, Henry Ruggs III, saying, man, he's been impressive. Uh, the way he's running routes, he's been violent in his cuts. I think something... <laughs> Uh, clicked in, uh, in his head just like uh, everybody. Uh, you play uh, an NFL season, I mean, you go back, you watch the video, and you're like, wow, I know what it takes now. The game's definitely going to slow down for Ruggs, and um, I look for big things out of him this particular season. Uh, also, third and Renfro as well. I mean, playing behind, you know, uh, our, our world star uh, tied in, anything that we get from Edwards or any of the other wide receiver core. It'll simply be gravy. The hit list. Hefe from KC, Jim Rome, Tucker Carlson, Mike Wilbon, Stephen A. Insurrections, that's for usual, Mike Ditka. Respect goes out to Sugar Shane, Graphic Raider, Kevin the Raider Nerd, B-Dog in the Pasture, Raider Born Rico, Watts Raider, Sugar Shane, once again, Bobby Wasabi, Raider Homer, His Lordship, Paul from Shropshire, Mississippi, Lady Haley, Michelle Sweat, Monster Mash Ken, Coach Davis, Samoan Raider, Big Easy Raider, Tyrone Graves, Rev Raider, Sanji Raider, Oso Raider, Fabricated Gill, Wild Raider, Raiderettes, and Yoga Pants Everywhere. Dead Scroll Steve, the historian, spread <laughs> so in the Anibra Nation. Root. Let's go, Capo. Nice absolutely, job. Absolutely. Absolutely. Always bringing the fire, man. Always, I love it. Yes. And, you know, um, Aaron presented so many, uh, you know, uh, facts and opinions there that uh, I don't want to devalue everything he said by just piling on with my own opinions. Uh, but I think this is a good time of the show to do it, to just kind of address uh, what's going on. You know, and the, the, the bottom line to me is this, is that anytime we can see barriers be broken and we can prove that we are progressive enough societally to move forward, to take those things out of play, to... I don't want to use the term normalize because I don't think that's fair, but like to not have it be an exception to not have it be so different. Like anytime that we can move forward collectively, that's such an important thing for us 100%. as human beings, you know? And so for this, for the Raiders, for this team that we love to represent this now, you know, another area of life where we have broken through whether, and, and to go back where, when it was Al Davis recruiting from historically black colleges, the, the first African-American head coach, the first Latino head coach, the first female, you know, executive on and on and on all the things that the Raiders have done. And to now have this be part of it and Nassib's story be a Raiders story. Look, if you can't get behind that, then I'm sorry. I'm not your person. Yep. Like, 
and you're not my people. If you can't get behind the idea that it's not up to you to define who loves who, like if it's not up to you to define the idea that we are called to love others, first and foremost, whether you're a Christ follower or not, or whatever, you know, uh, creed you follow, whatever. The bottom line is we are called to love our fellow human beings. And if you can't understand the importance of this type of a moment and respect and the courage that's behind all that, I'm sorry. I'm not, then turn off our show because you're, living in another world in a, in a dark past that 100% sorry, man, like we're not for you. And that said too, Carl Nassib, dude, I hope you play well. I hope you play well because I think the unfortunate side of players that put themselves out there, I'm not comparing the scenarios between the two, but I am going to compare their idea that they're stepping out away from the quote norm. When you look at a guy like, Kaepernick okay you look at a guy like like Ness again completely different causes I'm not matching those up but what I am saying is that they're stepping themselves they're putting themselves out there in a way that's not conventional it's not normal to the NFL when you do that you have now a spotlight on you and if you don't play well I would hate for Nassib's narrative to get turned in any kind of way because like Capo brilliantly detailed there Like there's going to be that criticism of him that like the Raiders, like if they cut him now, it would be a PR nightmare for them regardless. And I felt that was the same way about Kaepernick. Everybody forgot. Even my brother, who's a diehard Niner fan was not a fan of Kaepernick way before he ever demonstrated and took a knee a knee and did any of that kind of stuff because he wasn't playing very well. My brother was like, the guy sucks. Like, he's not a great quarterback anymore. That's why he wasn't a quarterback in the league anymore. It had nothing to do with his, with his platform. It had nothing to do. And But what will happen, the narrative, media-wise, whatever, that becomes then formed, and it warps what the whole point was to begin with. And that's what I hope doesn't happen here. Right. I hope Nassif balls out because I don't want to see his narrative get warped. I hope that where we're at today and what he had to express this week, that carries and follows him and defines his legacy going forward as a Raider, as a human being. Right. And so that's what I hope happens. That's my prayer in it. And, yeah. and, and, and wish him the absolute best and all the respect, all the love sure. from us here at Raiders Fan Radio. Dude, like... Yeah, talk about bravery, dude. Like, and look, uh, absolutely, absolutely. Go, please, and, you and, talk. Well, about. yeah, and and I don't have much to add to what you said right there, but uh, you know, regardless as to what the narrative is, and regardless as to how he plays, uh, I give him a lot of respect for standing up and and being himself. You know, I I I love that. You know, I mean, I I you know, I think that that's you know extremely brave of him, and I think it's going to open a lot of doors. You know, but I mean, there's not a whole lot of uh, openly gay uh, athletes. I mean, period. I mean, especially male athletes. You know, I yeah, mean, I mean it depends. Not not in, not in team sports, anyway. Individual in sports, sport. sure, sure. Diving and sure. figure skating and things like that, sure. But and in team sports, in baseball, team sports, and especially the big I four. I mean, you can count on one hand how many. You know, I mean, uh, the the first one that comes to my head is uh, Megan Rapinoe uh, from the uh, yeah, U.S. Women's yeah, Soccer yeah, yeah, Team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, uh, openly gay woman and all that stuff. But I in, guess, and and shame on me. I said, and I kind of profiled there. I said team sports. You're, you're right, a lot of females. 
a lot of yes. not a lot of guys, not a lot of men, sports, and that's so, and that's yeah. what I'm saying. So so I think that this this breaks an amazing barrier uh, for uh, for 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 gay male athletes. Uh, much respect, and and you know, and we salute you. And and yes, as Raider Nation, as people, as human beings, we're called to love you, and we love you, you know, and we respect you. And yes, absolutely. Kudos to you, man. Cheers. Hats off to you, Carl Nassib, man. Absolutely. Much respect from us here at Raiders Fan Radio. Absolutely. All right. So, look, this was the dominant Raiders story of the week. Uh, yep. And 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 our good uh, friend in Houston. And shout out to everyone that's bought Nassib jerseys. Yeah, so we covered that briefly in the in the and, rundown, yeah. but like, but how cool is that, dude? He's the number one selling jersey on Fanatics right now. Love I that. mean, love that. I mean, if that doesn't show that, you know, love everybody, I mean, that's, you know, that's huge. Look, and you know what? And this is where I say, like, are you a Raider fan? Like, are, like I, anybody that would have whatever kind of way, thought, whatever about, uh, you know, uh, what what his announcement was and around, the, you know, the, the choices that he's making. Number one, are you a Raider fan? Are you defined by your Raider fandom. If you are, there's a Raider that has the number one selling jersey in the country. I don't care why. I love the idea that the number one selling jersey in our country is a freaking Raider. That's mm-hmm. badass, man. Mm-hmm. Like, that. whatever. All right. Again, if you can't get on board with it, then whatever. Go watch something else. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All right. So uh, let's check in with our buddy. Uh, this And look, this is on the heels of this. This is a very uh, heartfelt voicemail. Um and uh, and and, and I c- you can hear it. You can hear it in our good friend Houston Raider Steve. Let's check in with him. Murph, Marsh, Flag Jeff, Nation. This is Houston Raider Steve. I want to uh, address the topic of Carl Nassib. Back when I was in middle school, I had a good friend of mine that was a quiet, introverted track uh, athlete. His name was Jimmy Edley. Uh, he was called uh, gay and everything else. He was, incess- he was incessantly called gay by the uh, by some kids in our class constantly, all the time. I didn't know about it. And next thing you know, I'm talking to my mom, and uh, this is about a year or two later, middle school, I think we were like eighth grade, and the neighbor had told her that uh, Jimmy had taken his life because of uh, things. And I told my mom the story about what happened in the uh, showers at the, after the end of PE class. And I'm thinking about, you know, if, if Carl Nassif had saved some lives because of uh, people being perceived as being gay or being gay or lesbian or whatever, then he's done a great service because uh, just, you know, I was called Wolfman because I had hairy legs and everything. So we're all boy kids that can be really cool in middle school and high school. And there, apparently there's a high uh, rate of teenagers that identify as being uh, gay or lesbian or have been bullied so much. Uh, it should be a hate crime law. I think it is uh, for that. But uh, if he saves some lives and everything, uh, I think it's great and everything. So uh, he's just saying that, you know, you are who you are. You're an individual. People should be more compassionate and, and judge individuals for who they are. And all that really matters is what they do. I mean, I've worked around people that were all different orientations my whole life. And all we cared about is if they were a good person, they treated other people right, and they did their job according to what. So I dedicate my call to my great friend, Jimmy Edley. Unfortunately, his life was cut short. And I think about my friend every day. And, uh, Thinking what, it's really sad. I wish he would reach out and talk to me about it, but he never did. He's suffering silence. And uh, that's my call. Goodbye. Gosh, so uh, much respect, Houston Raider Steve, and rest in peace to your friend. And, and, you know, those are the kind of stories that come out. And I think that that's something that Capo touched on 
and something that Houston Raider Steve touched on that like when you have a prominent athlete like this that's willing to make an announcement like they are, you literally could save lives. Like that, like again, if you can't get behind the humanity of that, then uh, one, one, thank you, Steve, for that sharing that with us. Uh, that's that's an, an, an incredible story there. And so again, uh, yeah, yes. All right, let's. Uh, so we're going to kind of shift gears here. We were, gosh. I don't it's a think, marathon. I don't think we've ever done a three-hour show before. A three-hour show. <laughs> a three-hour show. All right. So we got two more calls to get to, and then we're going to tap out for the night. Uh, and then we're gonna, Jeff is going to award us the Sizzler Award. Yes. We're gonna announce and, the then we're, and then we're going to announce our winner. In 13 minutes. In it, well, yeah. Yeah. So let's go next. Why don't I have it here? I don't have Kill Jadis's. I don't have Kill Jadis's. Oh, crap. What'd All you right. do? I, 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 I didn't uh, upload Kill Jadis. I'm going to go do American Nightmare first, and okay. then we'll come back to Kill Jadis. This is the American Nightmare. You know, I'm a little ill today because there's a debt that needs to be paid. And we are the warriors of the street. And this time around, dues getting ready to be paid. It'll never be over, baby. It'll never be over. Just remember out there, you can say what you want. You can do what you want. But when you put on these colors, the silver and black, baby, you got to know that it'll never be over. So, Hefe, KC, let me tell you this. Let me take just a minute to over-communicate this to you. You see, Raider Nation got a ton of guys over here in this corner. Scotty Steiner, Raider Macho Savage, myself, a whole host of others understand you are now talking to the master of disaster. So, Swag Jeff, why don't you go ahead and blow another Jeff kiss to the members <laughs> of the McDonald's <laughs> Army? Because that arrowhead is in for a couple of butt whippings this year. And you heard it from the American Nightmare. Now, Kill Davis, my friend, we fooled them. We fooled them all. That mysterious masquerade between us and Macho Silva distracted the Google Voice. And then we delivered off the top rope, baby. <laughs> now it's time to focus all our attention, you see, and get that defense to come off the top rope and squash little Froggy wearing that number 15. Bring your steel toe boots, ready Nation, because we training now. We training now, but pretty soon it's going to be time. Time to get funky like a monkey and bring down that flaming spear. <laughs> and that's a fact, Jack. Raider Nation, don't fail me now. Oh, love nice. it, man. Nice job. The American Nightmare. Is that his first call? No, he's been on a few. Oh, you! Uh, I must have been doing selfies. Okay, uh, you weren't here for it. No, that's the that's the the American Nightmare Dusty Rhodes uh, impression there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah well, that, I did, yeah, I didn't know. You haven't heard that yet? I've yeah. heard him. He's done a few of those, and it's really good. Like that's a great. Impression. I love it. Yeah, good stuff. All right, how many well, calls is that? Uh oh, he's he's already made. Oh, he's already made. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, I, okay, I, I yeah. think so. well, that's Tom. It's our buddy. I don't know. We'll have to check the tape. Okay, he should be made. If he's not, he's made now. And we're going to yeah, play your music next week because this is a 95-hour show. Oh, my gosh. Okay, I found Kill Jadis's call. Let's check in with that, and then we're going to get out of here. There are no Mondays with Mikey and Murph. Mikey and Murph? No talking Raiders and football dirt. <laughs> Why are we doing this? Because here we were on Monday, sitting there, ready to hear See the comeback of Mondays with Mike and Worth. Yeah. But it never came. And you know why? 
I'm guessing is probably technical difficulty. I think it's a conspiracy, go Jesus. I think FAKC hacked like key reader's account <laughs> and caused it blackout. I'll be able to go live. Yeah. Somebody better do something about that guy. I tell you what. Okay, now that is just that is just reaching. I mean, reaching hard. Okay, well, I still am just excited that Mikey and Murph are going to be back soon. Maybe next week they'll be able to do their actual video. But until then, we're going to sit here and we're going to wait. Yeah. Oh, yes, we are. It's definitely nice that to see that the uh, the show that really really got us into both uh, you know Murph and Mikey uh, Mikey Raider, you know, is c- coming back and everything. I, I'm excited. I'm excited to see what they got. I don't know though. Murph might be a little. Uh, I don't know. He might. He might need to stretch out his thumbs. You know, and everything. He might be a little out of shape for the thumb dance and everything. He, he better start working out again. Oh, I'm sure his thumbs are just fine. He's probably been flexing them with weights. He's ready to go up there. And some dance his way into the Hall of Fame. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, now how about that one thing in in train camp? Oh uh, yes, the hops contest between our quarterback Derek Carr and Max Crosby. Yeah. Oh, and clearly showed though that uh, Derek Carr's got the got the edge above Max Crosby. Now hold on a second. You forget one thing. Max Crosby. Is 255, while Derek Carr is 210. There's a lot more weight. But even though that the pure athlete that is the Macho Man Raider Savage would have been head above shoulders above him. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, is that all that we have this week? I mean, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> well, I think that's it. It's you later, guys. Oh yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice job, Kill Janus. That's awesome, dude. Oh my gosh, so funny. Alright, so thank you for all the kind words about Mondays of Mikey and Murph. Yes, Mikey had some more. Uh who's that? Is that you? Yeah, yeah, sorry, it's my brother. Okay. Uh, so Mikey had some more technical difficulties, and uh, but we are going to be back on the 28th. So that's this upcoming Monday. Okay. Mondays with Mikey and Murph. We'll be back on Mikey's channel live on the YouTubes. That's on Air Nation. And then we will have the podcast, of course, here on uh, on the Murph's Fan Cave uh, Network. All right. That's it. Swag Jeff. Gosh. I'm like, I'm spent. I'm spent. It's, yeah, it's a full-on show, the, bro. The, I can't. And, but we're not done. But And well, let's thank the chat. Everybody that's in the chat. Oh, my god, Three-hour tour in the chat. Thank you so much. Y'all are Absolutely. marathon. Absolutely. Yeah, you guys. Yeah. Yeah, the 34 people that are in there right now, much respect to you. We love you. You're the maid of the maid. Uh, we got Aaron the Q-Dog Raider, Lee B, Ron the Mater Raider, Franklin83, uh, B. Al, who else we got in there? Uh, Michelle Sweat's in there. Kill Jadis is in there. Franklin83. Uh, High Five Freddy's in there. Uh, we had to put a couple folks in time out. Yeah, so, right you know, so and I figured that was going to come up. Yeah, you know, but that's all right. We just take action. Yeah, yeah. see you, bye. Way to hold it down, Ron, and you. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Swift Absolutely. kick in the ass on the way out. You know what I mean? <laughs> so are we going to do Sizzler first or Cliff Branch? 
No, we're doing Sizzler first. All right, take it away. We're going to do Sizzler first, and then uh, the Rogues Gallery, and then we're going to announce the winner. Okay. So yeah. uh, so first off, uh, much respect to Stevie and Annie McLeod for the uh, amazing... Uh, th- where'd the thing go, buddy? It, it fell on the ground. Oh, it's it? Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, fell on the ground. Much respect to uh, Stevie and Annie McLeod out in Scotland for awesome. making that mural. So cool. Uh, so cool out in their garden, the best garden in Raider Nation. Absolutely. Uh, and and then we got some emails. We got uh, Matthew Mangus, uh, who gave much respect to Tristan for uh, for his decision to serve his country yes, in the Navy. Thank you. Thank, thank you so much, Matthew, for that support. Uh, then Frank from NorCal, who told us his story about how he became a Raider fan. Uh, Jesse in Kentucky, uh, who who, uh, who he uh, he he talked about draft picks and how he predicted draft picks and, yeah. and he and he was right on the money. He could be the next Mike Mayer. Leave Abram uh, Malone. Absolutely, and leave yeah, and leave Abram Malone, man. Come on. And then of course we had Paul, and then the email from Titerator who uh, who said thanks for the lunch hangs. Uh, respect to Jeff Murphy. Uh, he uh, he did dissolve the Mangus twin. Uh, is it yes. one person or not? And he has pictures. Uh, but Mosh will believe that there's a conspiracy yes, theory between yeah, all of them. Yeah, yeah. and. And, and he said that uh, that he's also lactose intolerant, but he is sitting on the can eating eggnog cereal. Absolutely. <laughs> and then, of course, we get to the emails, who, of course, we salute the capo. Uh, Houston Raider Steve, with much respect to his friend. Um, uh, Kill Jadis, who uh, who was talking Raiders and football dirt and uh, talking about the Max and DC gun show. American Nightmare, this says, uh, fellas and Casey, get ready for the Raider Nation corner. Uh, and, uh, and Kill Jadis also said, is that it? Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> Forgot yeah. that. And then uh, Jesse and Casey who said thanks for the ship. Uh, but this week, all right, here we this go. This week, buddy, the Sizzler goes to a guy that's lactose intolerant, sitting on a can eating eggnog Let's cereal. Go! That is Ty Da Raider. Yes. I am the Sizzler. 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 We are Metallica and we are here for your Oakland Raiders! You know why we are here and we ain't playing around today! From The Walking Dead to errant Jedi Knights, Raiders fans are a rogues gallery. Okay, buddy. Oh, let's do it, it's man. That let's time do some of stuff the night. Here we go. Here we it's go. It's that time of the night. I have an empty hat here, and we're gonna break it down. We're gonna break it down. So far, and the the it is closed. Uh, the 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 bidding and the purchases of uh, poker chips. It is closed. So we have raised Murph, who is now to my left. Uh, he is. Ra- we have raised three hundred and thirty-seven dollars to the Raider One Nation, Nation Foundation tonight. Oh my gosh! That is going to the Bolitnikov Foundation. It's going to be a part of the big old fat check that we are going to be donating. I'm telling you, ten uh, percent of our goal. Yeah. In yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, what, what 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 do we call that? Uh, they say Doge to the Moon. What, what do we say? Bolitnikov to the Moon. To the Moon, dude. Bolitnikov to the yeah, Moon, yeah, bro. bro. Hey, we're looking at we're looking at four grand. Dude, I'm That's telling you, I'm it. telling you, man, I'm telling you, $337 tonight. Salute to you, Raider Nation. So, 
we have an empty an empty Uncle Mosh hat right yes. here. Yes. And we're going to start with the people that 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 donated uh, $5. Okay. Uh, one poker chip. So, poker chip number three. Tonight's Sizzler Award winner. Titerator. In the hat. Number nine. Franklin83. One chip. In the hat. Number four. Lee B. Five bucks. In the hat. Number five. Kill Jadis. Second place. Uh, Sizzler runner-up. One chip. Right in there. Number six. Matthew Mangus. He has two chips. Right. In the bag. Number seven. Richard Acampo. Two chips. Right here. Uh, then. Number eight. Our buddy Michelle Sweat. One, two, three, four. Nice. Number 12. Foxy Scorpio. One, two, three, four. I'll even count him, Jeff. Shut up. Uh, number 10. <laughs> Kevin the Raider Nerd. Five chips. One, two, three, four, five. Then let's go to the big boys, the big spenders. We're going to go number one. Daniel Mangus. Let's go. 15 chips. One, Dang. two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. Right there. Okay. Number two, Mike Nezer. Nice. 10, one, <laughs> two, three, four, it's five, three six, seven, show, eight, Jeff. nine, 10. Right there. Uh, and then, and then the big dog. The big dog. The big dog, man. Big Bass Raider. 20 poker oh chips. Oh, my gosh. Right there. 20 poker chips. Okay, now I'm going to shake it up. Yeah, you got to give it a good mix there. Yeah, man. we got to give it a good mix. Give it a good mix. We got to give it a good mix. Oh, oh you drop it. That's okay. Shit. Shoot. All right. All right, here we go. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. Give it a good give mix. Give it a good mix. Give it a good mix. Okay. Okay. Am I picking or are you picking? You're picking, man. Okay. It's Murph's fan cave. Okay. You're up. Okay. So, Michelle Sweat, you're number eight. Okay. Okay, am I ready? Uh, keep keep mixing, keep mixing, keep mixing. Ah, oh, you, <laughs> you bastard! <laughs> you told me to keep mixing. Well, don't mix out of oh, the hold it. out of the hole. Hold it tighter. Okay, okay. <laughs> hold it. Hey, <laughs> hey, hey. Family show. Hey, hey, hey. Okay, ready? One, two, three. Pick one. What is it? Number number eleven. 11. Big, Big Bass, Bass Raider. Raider. Big Bass Raider. <laughs> Yeah, he came in clutch. He had twenty chips, and and that's what happens when you buy the most chips. Uh, the, the chance of you winning the prize is, is is significant. So not only are we going to send you this cliff branched signed authenticated photo, but you know what? You're gonna get the chip that says number eleven <laughs> We're gonna as send well. You the poker chip also. Absolutely! Oh, Congratulations, money, Big Bass so Raider. Uh, please. Email us show at RaidersFanRadio.com uh, with the uh, with your with your address. Yeah, because yeah, we want to yeah. send this to you. Yeah. Big Bass Raider, please send us your contact info because you have won the Cliff Branch authenticated signed eight by ten photo. Thank you so much for doing that, and thank you to everyone that donated. Oh my gosh, three hundred and thirty-seven dollars tonight, bro. That's the most we've ever raised in a single show. I mean, hands down. Hands down, Franklin eighty three. He's very upset because his one chip did not win. <laughs> I love it. How he says, "Come on, one chip, do your thing." All right, boys and girls, pay attention. Oh. Wrong button. That's okay.
All right. Thank you so much, all of you. Thank you for hanging in there for this marathon. Oh, my gosh. The three, first time, three hours. First Over time three hours. ever we've done a three-hour-plus show, so I'll, I won't keep you any longer. I'm just going to tell you, we love you. We thank you. We are so amazingly humbled uh, by your generosity, and we are uh, thankful that you are uh, enabling us to present this donation to the Blitnikoffs uh, on your behalf. Thank you, Raider Nation. We love you. We are going to see you next week, I think. Um, we are definitely going to see you on the 14th of July for fannies. the fannies. Stay in tune for the fannies. And uh, yeah, I'm going to turn over to Swag Jeff. Thank you so much. Love you guys. Have a good night. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and thanks to everyone in the chat. Tider Raider. Uh, Ron the Mater Raider for holding it down and, and kicking people out that say bad things. Uh, B. Al. Aaron the Q-Dog Raider. Franklin 83. Michelle Sweat. Mike Nezer that says congrats. The real winner tonight is the One Nation Amen, Foundation. Amen, Mike. Amen, bro. Let's go. Absolutely. Uh, Aaron Davidson's in there. Kill Jadis. Franklin 83. Lee B. Thank you guys for all your donations. I mean, I, I'm still at a loss for words, man. This is this is unbelievable. Same. Yeah. Uh, be sure to Tune in next week. We will be here, whether Murph is here or not, because I got a key now. So we will be here for episode 208 of Raiders Fan Radio. Thank you guys for joining us for another wonderful episode uh, where we take a lighter side journey into the dark side. And remember here at Raiders Fan Radio, what happens in Vegas started in Oakland. Good night, everybody. Thank you so much. Appreciate you. Love you. Love you, Raider Nation. Good night, YouTube. Good night. Thanks for sticking around. Oh Long gosh. show, bro. Long show. Yeah. I'm about to break it up into two parts. Do it. Okay. Love you. Bye. Hey, we're only going to go 90 minutes. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes. Ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.